There's a lot of juice in the vaccination and stuff. It was a lot of news. But not, it's not our topic tonight. Maybe there's no vaccinations. But we need to remind ourselves that more, let's say you can arm yourselves with the biggest army in the world. It's amazing thing. Look at Israel. They're constantly getting stronger and they're constantly new enemies. Because right? Hashem wants us to remind ourselves we have a purpose. It's not Eurovision. <laughs> it's not Eurovision. It's, 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 a, it's a light to the nation. From the Jewish people, as great as it is to have a Nobel Prize, there's nothing wrong with having chemists and, and great physicists. It's actually very helpful for the world. Very helpful to have Jonas Salk to, to do vaccinations. But we need to, our, our core is Torah Mitzvah. Our core is, that is our essence. And, and any time there's an attack, or any time there's a concern, with any concern about... Um, any concern about uh, our safety should be concerned about Ruchens. And it's an amazing thing, actually. The Gemara says that, w- that, that w- when Chizkia, you know, wanted to hide the Book of Health because people were relying on the Book of Health, they forgot about Hashem. You know, even by health, the Torah says, Rapa, Rapa, just like, and that's important tonight, just like we have to take care of our health, we have to do a Shtalas, if whatever safety, listen, I went to the hospital, uh, the Shabbos be four weeks ago, on Shabbos. Now, of course, I did, didn't drive. I had a Geisha driver. I followed all kinds. I didn't sign. I did not let... I, they wanted me to sign there. I said no. A lot of things. But I went. Why did I go? My wife was... was, was, was we a baby, you know? You do what you have to. And you do what you have to. But any sickness, any safety... I'm just starting this week. I think it's very important. I, I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how disturbed I am that I didn't get one concern about Ruchnius and so Everything is about physical safety. Everything Hashem does, all anti-Semitism, all this is a, is a message from Hashem. I'm not a Chbanish the prophet, I'm not a prophet, but it should be more to ourselves that we need Hashem, if Hashem, lo, if Hashem does not protect us, I'm blanking the Pasuk right now. I know the Pasuk, I was blanking the, the Lashon of Pasuk, and then we'll start. over here. Um, it's basically, Vakash Baruch does not protect us, and there's no protection. Not Hashem's protections. Um, it's the Kuf Chofs. I'm just blanking. I'll, I'll probably hit it in, in, in a few comments. But on Hashem, without Hashem's protection, actually, one of the, the, the rabbis, Rabban in New York, went to Chaim Kinyaski after Pittsburgh. And he said to him, should they get security? And he says, if nobody talks in the shul, there's no reason for security. Chavachasek said, nobody talks, there's not one talking in davening, no reason for security. So then we can, we can save a lot of money, Jonathan. Just going to make a rule, nobody talks in shul. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an amazing thing. Is he to enforce the guns? Time to go get some guns. But that's... I'm not saying I'm... You know... But the point is, that's the point. It, without Hashem, there's nothing else. And you know, when we start tonight, when it, it's, it's with that in mind, that we're obligated, just like we're obligated to, do, to go to the doctor, just like we're obligated to, uh, to make a living, but to realize all protection comes from Hashem, and all anti-Semitism, as the Nitzvah writes, is Kashparach reminding us, we have a purpose in this world. Don't, don't lose yourself that, in that purpose. Okay? Having said that, I want to start... Actually, I'll just tell you, I, I bookmarked it after I came back to my office. This guy asked me about self-defense. It's this week's Parsha. One of the, one of the mitzvahs in this week's Parsha. What's the mitzvah in this week's Parsha? How, why what, what, a svara to have weapon, uh, a protection? Self-defense. What's like, Samal Damriyacha, Ani Hashem. Don't stay in my brother's blood. That's for other people. They have to like You have to love others like yourself. Just like you're about your safety, you have to worry about other people's safety. As well, Hashev Tashev, you know, to return a lost item, the biggest lost item would be your, your a life. Give someone's life. Actually, uh, I, I told him off the cuff this when I told Mosam that actually I remember we were doing the parsha, but I told him also pasuk in Mishpatim, Machteresi Matzah Hagana Vuhuka Vemeis Enlo Damim. If the Gemara says based on this pasuk in Sanhedrin, if a guy comes to rob your house, you're allowed to kill him because he'll kill you. Somebody comes to kill you, you can kill them first. Certainly, the Torah is unequivocal 
in self-defense. There's no Shiloh that we're allowed to do self-defense. So I saw, as I mentioned, that when, by Marv today, when I was talking oh, about... This, sorry, this discussion is, are you allowed to carry guns, or are you allowed to carry guns on Shabbos specifically? Guns on Shabbos. Shabbos. Shabbos, yeah. Um, um, and I, and, I, and, I, and I, as I mentioned tonight, it's amazing shuvan to Yatsev, Kozim Rebbe, who actually asked the question about army soldiers in a very long tshuva. Uh, I'll reference it a little bit. It's in Kufman Ches. But I didn't see too many tshuvas about our question because what I, what I did see is a question in Israel about carrying guns in general. I think our question in particular is interesting because we're not in a, 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 a place that you would say is intrinsically dangerous. In fact, there's no argument that San Jose is anywhere dangerous than Seattle or Portland or Houston, or Dallas, or New York. In fact, one can argue... Or Poway. Or where? Or Poway. Or Poway as well, yeah. Any of these places. There's no, there's no reason to assume statistically that we're... I, I would argue, in fact, in there are areas that are New York, uh, Minneapolis, Detroit, Chicago, with a lot more Muslims, and amongst that population there are extreme anti-Israel people. There are places in the South where they're for sure statistically more white nationalists, and there are not more shoals there, uh, than our shoal. So the question would be, how we view a shoal like ourselves? So I didn't see, you know, that's not discussed. It's an amazing thing. You th- really, this question of self-defense, I really didn't find in some places, but recently, one of the great Paiskim, he's from the upcoming Gedalim, Hador, really, is a Asher Zalagawais, Minchas Asher, who is a Goyen Otsum, an American-born you know, uh, amazing. Actually, his rebbe was a Klausenberger rebbe. Actually, he was. He considers his rebbe a Klausenberger rebbe because his father was with him in the, in the, in the He discusses the Shiloh. No, he wrote this too, right? He what? Just, he just this, wrote this too. Yeah. So, yeah, I just. Really, what's the So we were going back. And, so I want to go through his tshuva, and I'm gonna, uh, 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 you know, build off off it. The reason I sent it to you is because this tshuva was written to a rabbi in Woodmere, Rabbi Rol Bog. Um, so, who's actually my wife's distant cousin. So, um, so he's, the tshuva says as follows. When we do the tshuva, we'll, we'll discuss and we'll look at some of the sources, and then we'll see some other opinions as well. Somebody give a short answer to your question. I'm burdened with some serious avoida. work, and even burdensome work. I, I prioritize this. Because of the, the importance. So this came out not after Poway? Poway? Poa or Poway? Poway. Poway? Yeah, Poway. Like Poway? Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to remember that now. Poway. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's Poway or Poway, but. He's in a San Diego <laughs> connection over here. Okay, but whatever it is, this is not coming out after. This came after Pittsburgh. Abikvis Hatkufas, Hatterabit Pittsburgh. At Kafas Atara, after the terror attack in Pittsburgh, Choichu Rabin, the Bnei Kilasenu, Al Nafshem, they were thinking about their own souls, Nafshalim and their children, Mikavich, basically, Knesset, Mimako, Mamish. Now, this shoal is not, listen, listen to, again, Halacha. Where, where is this shoal? It's Al Hagvul, it's on the boundary of the Jewish neighborhood, the Shkuna Nakris. Now, in New York and in other neighborhoods, they're Jewish neighborhoods. You know, like you can go in the five towns, Farakaway, Jew, 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 and then you can get in Farakaway, an African American neighborhood. In in the five towns, when you pass, you'll hit a secular Jewish neighborhood, and then a in a, in a Christian neighborhood. Other places in New York, it's Chinese, whatever, Hispanic. Whatever. It's, they're they're much more segregated. So there's a Jewish neighborhood. This shows on the border of the Jewish neighborhood, and of this neighborhood, which it borders on, most of them are Muslims. It's a Muslim neighborhood. And on the facade of the base of the soul, Yishmog and Gadol is a big Jewish star. And anyone who would be able to see this, people in the soul were concerned. Um, if someone is going to come purposely to do an attack, they'll pick this soul. This is a shoulder pick because if you're, again, they're assuming it's a Muslim, obviously, someone's enraged about what happened. Most shoals that have been attacked in the past 20 years were by Muslims. 
Where, where, it, where did that occur? I'm not even talking about Israel. Europe. <laughs> right? England, France, Sweden, Belgium. Almost all of those attacks were by Muslims. So, there? All attacks, period, were by Muslims. Right, but not in America. Thank God. Yeah. The point is, is they were concerned it was a Muslim community. Um, so, and the Mashtara, so they were going to be, their shalots going to attack. Amishtaras, this is important, but because the question we'll see is if there's no concern, you're going to be attacked. It's not like you're the shul, right? You don't have any direct threat. So Amishtaras, Sugura, Shurakishtatvas the police said, only you have to have community members involved, will they know who can come and who can go. They'll know who is. Either you have a choice. Either you have like Europe, where you have some guy there looking at everyone's identification before they walk in, okay? Or, or you have to have show members who can say, "Who are you?" They know who's the regulars, who's not, and they can actually vet why others are bar mitzvah, who's bar mitzvah. You know, how do you know them? They can they can very easily figure out who's who's who. Um, by one thing that's very important tonight, I'm happy to show us general, I'm not putting anything which is specific here. If you want to ask me about specifics, like bottom line of the show, we can talk after. Uh, from what he's telling, from the way he's starting the tshuva, right. it doesn't look like he's talking about the tkufa, what's going on right now. He's talking about specifically the shul where he's located. Well, it, where the, the, well, he, he, he's starting with this show. That's how he starts, but it's important. And I said last night, uh, if you're honest, if you be in the Avraham Avinu neighborhood and you take away all the guns, okay, I'm not saying who's safer with 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 the amount of army, but there's no question. There's you know talking about Shabbos, they're all carrying guns there. The army there's a lot of army there. You let you leave the army no guns for five minutes. God forbid and see what happens. No protection there, right? Or you do that somewhere in Svat, no different. Or Bnei Brak. There are more. I would say probably in the Avraham Avinu four hundred people. May have as much guns on a Shabbos as the whole Bnei Brak, 100,000 people. Army, guns, people. I mean, it's like a different galaxy. Why? Because you're in a dangerous neighborhood. It's not the, now you might say, because all the guns are not as dangerous? That's not the point. <laughs> Without those guns, you can't live there. Right? You cannot live there. It's not the same as Bnei Brak. You can't compare the two. Right? You can't... The, the, the reality is, is one place you have a very dangerous Hamas people all around you, and one place you don't. So that's for sure, when you're dealing with halacha, just like in medicine, you're deciding, go to the hospital on Shabbos. Don't go to the hospital on Shabbos. You decide what, where your situation is. What's the health situation? I mean, how, how can one, like, parse out what constitutes imminent threat? Let's say it's one in a hundred versus oh, one, so we get there. one in a thousand. Yeah, we're going to get there. Yeah, 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 we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Uh, that's, that's, so we're going to get there. Uh, but, the, but the starting point is that this is they actually felt threatened in this show. They have a reason. And again, even here, I'll say, like, no threat. No one threatened you. It's just your, you think that if there would be an, an attack, it will be against you. Um, and the, so the police said that you need to have your people involved. The question is, is there a place for people to carry uh, guns? He says even phones, which he kind of ducks afterwards, and for good reason, we'll discuss it later. Uh, the person outside uh, could tell them, and certainly could stop them with a gun. So he starts the following thing. Yesh achen lahaka. There's a thought you can you could be mekel, be lenient in this shul to carry guns. He's going to explain his his rationale. Okay. Hinek for herachti bekamat shuvas. I already discussed in a few shuvas. Ladom bekoishi lahagder geder mesuim epikoach nefesh. How challenging is it to uh, say what is pikoach nefesh? Which you can break Shabbos. Well, what's Pekor Knefesh to break Shabbos? The Nechad Gisa, Poshet, the low Kosa Kanaru Rechaika, Umefulagis, Havi Bechal Pekor Knefesh, the Dalchas of Shabbos. Not every concern is with the Dalch Shabbos. You don't say, oh, I gotta be careful with the Dalch Shabbos. For the cost of Kenner, Rikiv Eger, Rikiv Eger already says this. Where was Rikiv Eger going to rob? You know? I don't know. You do? 
So, I think Sharon knows. Guys, they're both side. Kivager, I'm asking you, uh. Poison. How do you know that? What's poison? Because <laughs> that wasn't in Morocco. Yeah, I know. That's Poison? <laughs> poison. Poland? The far, oh, close to the border of Germany. Yeah, Poland. Uh, says the following thing that in Shabbat, Rabbi Shimon holds in Shabbos, there's no muksa. In many, most cases, we discuss it with no muksa. Right, we, we said it's Rabbi Shimon's opinion. And the Gemara says in Shabbos that Kedai Rabbi Shimon lismuk The Gemara is not telling you if you, let, you have something in the public domain which is dangerous, that you can move it. Virashi. You can rely on Rabbi Shimon in a place of danger. The Tamuola, Ricky Baker, what does this mean? You can rely on Rabbi Shimon in a place of danger? If it's a Makam Sakana, you don't need Rabbi Shimon. It's Dech Shabbos, no matter what. Rabbi Shimon? Something's dangerous. You don't don't need Rabbi Shimon. So he says, it must be Ricky Baker, says, you can rely on Rabbi Shimon even when when it's dangerous. But it's not for sure going to happen, which means something that's in the public domain, let's just say you have a rake. What's a rake? Mag- uh, what's it? It's not a magal. It's a uh, you know, garden with, like a hoe. Oh, magrefa. Magrefa. Magrefa, exactly. A magrefa. And you're worried that, that uh, it's possible a kid will step on it, someone will step on it. It's in the public domain. So it's muksa. You can't even rake this. Let's just say there's no purpose on Shabbos. Says Rabbi Vega, that's not for sure going to hurt anybody. But being there, it, 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 it's, a, it's a chance of psychotic, you let it move it. That's what the Gemara means to say. Not that it's for sure a danger. For sure a danger? No, Rabbi Shimon. For sure danger, you, you can do anything. You can extinguish a fire if a person's life is in danger. You can do anything. You can move a building, you can get a crane, you can do anything on job is for any Shiloh, Pekorch, and Efesh. Must be, says Rabbi Vega, there are times something which is, is a little bit rock. Not for sure going to happen. Possibly someone can get hurt. Possibly someone won't get hurt. They fought Kenochakti. This is also an amazing Truma Sedesha because two Truvas in Truma Sedesha and we saw Isulun. Mamish Migdelador from. Austria, Germany. So he says in the 14th century. So he says, Shakasalagami Misha Baruch Minat Minasakana. He's also a case that he has two Truvas in Sussex. The person is running away from a fire. Um. They're digging ditches. This is before they had fire crews. <laughs> they had, you know, uh, all kinds of fire trucks. And they're digging ditches. They're putting water and walls. That the, the fire shouldn't, uh, um, um, shouldn't spread. Um, and the, the Chiva Sedeshin says, after they did this, they should have something to do chuva. Maybe they did too much. Maybe they did too much on Shabbos. They went too far. They did something which is not necessary. If everything is what's never necessary is necessary. Oh, true that it says. Ken Zion, that they, they, they dug one too much ditch. Well, maybe they did a little too much. Uh, not every pro- Besides, there's a fire we can do whatever we want. You know? They can't do everything. you got to do things which are calculated, that are legitimate. And if you don't, you have to do chuva for it. That's what, that's what Shuma Sedeshin says. What, what would make them think that they did too much? They did it. Well, I can't walk through too much. Like I said on Shabbos, they put ten seat bulbs instead of one. They dig. They can't dig. Let's say you dig. Ditch here, ditch here. Dig, dig here. Put this here. Put this there. You don't need that for this, this fire. You don't need it. Whatever you need, you need. <clears throat> but everything, everything you're doing, it has to be Mogea. You can't just do anything you want. Still, laws of Shabbos. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not going to go through this now, but when you go to the hospital on Shabbos, if you drive, today you need to drive, either you take an Uber or a Lyft, or like in our case, we had a taxi on speed dial, we had cash ready, he picked up everything. Can't shut off the car. Right, if you go, you can't shut off your car. It's not serious. If you drive to the hospital, you're not shut off your car. It's not because you can't shut off your car. Yeah? No, I can't shut your car. So, <laughs> if you shut your car, you just did an Avera. You know, it, it, it's not, it, you know, there are all kinds of shy looks for doctors, by the way, how they, again, when it's not what we're doing tonight, um, how you do Shabbos. It's not a free-for-all. 
What's necessary, it's a mitzvah to do. And what's not necessary, it's an avera. Therefore, it's a true suggestion for the things they didn't need to do, they have to do true for. Ach mi'idah kisa, says the Magad Mishnah, Vital, Legabi Yoledis, by a woman who's given birth, the Mavur Barambam, and it's based on the Gemara Shabbos, the Kol Yoledis is a Cholishesh Mosakana. Umechalin Aleas HaShabbos, Umechal HaShabbos, Elashetzarech, Las is Shinoi, you gotta do a Bishinoi. To the extent you don't need to, you should do a Shinoi. And you can do everything you want. Right? If you want to take a hot shower, Shabbos, you need to turn the light, whatever you need, it's better to do with a Shinoi. So he says, and this is a Lushan of the Magi Mishnah, it was a contemporary Iran. Lushan Rabbeinu Nero, it's based on the Rambam, She'ein Chola Sheish Pasakana Bechala Shinoi. It's not a Chola Sheish Pasakana, Ela Hachaya, a woman who gave birth. She's in Sakana's Nefashis. It's not like the Kasash called over the Gabi Shah's Kosha's Kana if it's a Kola called over He says, Why is this uh, a woman who gave birth? Now, Baruch Hashem, I've, been, I've seen my wife give birth many times. Um, I, I, and I've been to the, to the ICU too many times. You know, there's a difference. I, I I've seen people on deathbeds. I've been there. There are moments before they died. We talk about a woman who just had a baby. Technically, most women who have babies, especially today, don't die. Don't die, right? So says the Mishnah. We give her a lot of And by the way, for the going to the hospital, you also have the baby to worry about. That's for sure, by the way. If you don't take care of that, that's that's very serious. But the lady, right after she gives birth, my wife didn't fast in Yom Kippur last, last time, because it was within three days. She had to fast the end part. Actually, with crazy, with Shlomo Eliezer, she gave birth on Bays. So what? eight days later, she had to fast the whole fast. What do you mean the end part? Why? So with Aaron, she gave birth on the Zion. So the third day ended in the middle of Yom Kippur. So the halacha is, you fast the rest. She loses her heter not to fast. I'm not going into, you know, that, that's, 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 that's the halacha. But the point is, is you can't compare a, a woman who just gave birth to a person who just was burned in, 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 in an ICU unit for in a burn unit with half alive, or a person who's mamish, you know, with, with a heart condition in, in a hot... I mean, it's not the same. Those people are halachish, but kind of everything you do, you need to do. But this lady just gave birth, it's not the same. Uh, if, 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 if one in a thousand today die. It's, 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 so you should do with a shunai. Does that, does that make sense? The same thing. Says Asher Waste, you learn two things in this. First of all, first of all, even one in a hundred or in a thousand, pikuach nefesh is doichas hashab. So there's a one in a hundred or a thousand chance that somebody's going to die. Even a woman, a woman, she's, she's not close, she's because we give the halacha ram, the shulchan aruch, the gemara, you give her the halacha ish b'sakana, because one in a thousand, one in a hundred, will die. You have to, if, if not, again, today, the reason why very few women die is because we treat them as kol sheish b'sakana. You know, they're, they're women who hemorrhage, if they go right back to work, or do things, they hemorrhage, they get very, very sick. Today we have all kinds of medical care. By the way, when women used to die, um, uh, in the old days, there were two major reasons. Number, reason number one is that they had, like, actually, they didn't have C-sections like we have today, or they didn't have, they had, they didn't have Pitocin to be able to deliver it. But also, the major reason in the 16th century, 17th, 18th, 19th century, was nothing to do with childbirth. That they, they had, did not wear gloves, and they, didn't, uh, they got infections and died from these infections. That was like the number one reason these women were dying. They had no idea about germs. It's a pressure crazy. Right? So you heard, you know, my... I thought it was because they didn't light, they didn't take color. And... <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're judged. Those women who oh, died. Oh, okay. My great, great... Great grandmother died of childbirth. My great grandmother died of childbirth. My great great grandfather was the day he was born. His day his mother died. I mean, and, and I, I I don't know that story except for the records, but that was not because of infection with her. That was because she probably Hemorrhage. what Hemorrhage. Hemorrhage and delivery. They had no way to speed it up. But she went for three days, four days. Those days, like really, or who knows what happened there. But but within weeks, very often the older people died. That's not this case. Today, people are healthy, and even then, most women live. So, but even for that chashash, you know, the and if it's a kind of tivius but if it's a far off thing, 
you're, 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 says the Magen Mishnah, you have to do with a shinoi. Here's the Chorah, it's a stira. The Magen Mishnah says, you can mechal Shabbos, even for a small, even for a small possibility, one in a thousand ladies, you're going to die. You're allowed to mechal Shabbos. What are the Shabbos. What's the Shabbos Adashim so worried about? And with the fires, if you did anything wrong, put maybe any chance you should be able to do. The near Pashtik should the lake God, no fellas, be if there's a fire in a city. Vali's the kind of crow, it's a lot more dangerous than Chabba, fire in a city. He says they were probably make heaven, certainly in the old days. Shadurim Hayut Safufim Babat, they lived on top of each other. Mamish, they were clustered together. They didn't have backyards like today. They didn't have front yards. They didn't have zoning laws of space. They lived. Right next there, the fire jumped right away to the next house. And the houses were not made from stone. You know, they're not, they're made from wood, straw, you know, all, all kinds of weak material. Via Dua, we know historically that fires would destroy whole cities. The whole city, the whole shtetl would burn to that, to, to the ground. Um... The veneer bazed, the shani, so he says, look at this. He says, there's a difference between um, a, a sakana shayabo, so mikrish, kamaisa shayabo, shabo, yishon lishkos, goloch, shash, sakana, stafashis. From an outside threat, where, or like the fire, you have to set what you need to do and not to, or um, and a woman who, by nature, woman or choylem, um, and we know that if you don't treat this woman, one in a thousand will die. One in a hundred will die. Okay? The, the, if a woman is not treated, there, if, you t- if every woman goes back to normal life after, woman will die. That's what will happen. Right? By the way, if everyone doesn't get vaccinated, people will die. I mean, <laughs> everyone's vaccinated, no one's dying. You know why no one's dying? Because they're vaccinated. Same thing here. Why are more women dying? Because they're, t- they're doing what they need to do on Shabbos and all these around things, things around. Whereas... Is that so far so good? You do you got it? You do W W S yeah. The difference. Akmi komakom, with the sakana rechayka v'nimsu shan mechalm shabbos many times without pikuach nefesh. You have to do with a shinoi. Um and and if it's not to be like the truth is you have to be everything has to care. It's not a free for all. You know the Israeli army. It, it's, as and I'll mention it in a minute, it literally is pekuach nefesh. If there's not security responses on Shabbos, you know, to Gaza or to wherever, it's pekuach nefesh. No shaila about that. There's no there's no shaila. If there are not people patrolling, uh, it near Beit El, how far is Ramallah from Beit El? Three minutes. Even right, right for the end walk, of Ramallah, walk. you can walk. Yeah, three minutes. It's crazy. Yeah, I, if there'd be no army there patrolling, if, if how far is it from from Hebron? Not also not so far. Also, yeah. you know, take away the army patrolling the Shabbos, it's like comes the fashion immediately. No, it's not quite so for sure, but it doesn't mean it's a free for all. That's whatever is necessary. That's what the true possession side. You can't do anything you want. <laughs> you got to do whatever is necessary for protection. Anything that's not is an error. If you're if you're if you're in doubt whether it's really necessary. That's okay, but if it's not necessary, it's for sure wrong. You have to done, you have to done this. By the pregnant lady, if you, since it's their body, and they don't take care of it, the halacha is anything she needs, she can do. I, she, she's not a, 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 a burn unit, but we know that women will die if they don't do what they need to. Whether it be this one, we're not sure, but a woman will die. Okay, that's the gather over here. And he says, by the way, this is how, by Marachas skills, by big things, that's the halacha. In a hospital, in an army, with the police and an army police in Eretz Armies, hospitals, police are dealing with pikuach nefesh. Listen to this. There are things you need to do, protocols you need to do, because if you don't do those protocols, people will die. People will die. For example, in a hospital, you need to record the medications they're getting down. Well, this person, if you forget, no, but in, there's no question, a hospital, not recording medication, besides the, the legal liability, somebody will die. But the problem in hospitals is today, a lot of things with death, a lot of things with lawsuits. So that, the things that are really for protocol for life and death, for a Jewish doctor, technically we can do. The things that have nothing to do with it, it's just bureaucracy, which there are a lot of uh, just there, right? That you know how to do. If it's to charge the insurance, 
so they can make money, that you're not allowed to do. Right? But anything to, to record medications, to record for the health of the person, uh, you can do, of course, if you can do it with a shino, you can do it online, whatever you need to do. Charging insurance, and for that purpose, is also doing Shabbos. You know, you're not charging the insurance so that you can give the insurance so you can get money, you're charging the insurance so you can give the medication. Oh, if that, in those cases, fine. In other cases, not fine. Even it would depend on the situation. I, 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 you know, again, if, if that's the only way to get the medication, you're allowed to do that. If, there's, if you're doing other things, there's nothing to do with that. It's awesome. I'm just, saying, just saying the... the, the, the Even the, when you're recording the medication, by the way, both in the army, and I was in Shabbat, I was a medic. My partner... Oh, we got a medic and a cop in the army in the show. Okay. <laughs> My partner uh, for the shift was a religious person. I was in from back then. And the header they had, all of the film people, even for coding medication, is using invisible ink, like the ink that goes after 24 hours. Right. And then Moti Shabbos, you right. just write everything Of course, down. of course. So that, you see, yeah, even then when it's... Yeah, because, you know, yeah, because you could do that. Still, but if you yeah. couldn't do that, you'd be able to do that, right? A hundred percent. But anything you can do, as I mentioned, the cause of the the learning out of hospital, that hospital in Natanya, I encourage you to see it. If amazing things to keep Shabbos. The phones and this, they have everything possible, but there are machines there. <laughs> you have to put in the numbers, you have no choice. Right? When well, you have a choice, you have a choice. Yeah, of course, absolutely. But the point, well, his point is, you, the things that are, they're, 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 this person will not die the second. But a hospital where they don't do that, someone will die. You understand? It, it, it's a protocol because, like a pregnant lady, somebody will die if you don't do it. it you understand? Not this person, love Dalka, this person. But somebody is going to die if this doesn't happen. Every individual case might be proven. But you can't have a hospital, and you can't have an army, and you can't have a thing where, where, where they're going to not have the certain protocols. If it's case, it's a legitimate You don't start keeping track of the medications on, on Shabbos. People will die. Uh, this person? Maybe yes, maybe no. 50 people, maybe somebody's going to get hurt and somebody's going to die. That's what's going to happen in such a situation. Uh, we stop. We can do Mechal Shabbos even for an Ibn Nefesh Vederach which means you know, it's in the system. Somebody sometime is going to die and that's enough to do it to do it over here. Okay? So far so good? I didn't understand the last thing you said about somebody's... Some... Means when, you're, when you write down this person's medication <laughs> in the hospital... Are the armies keeping track which police guy's going somewhere? It doesn't mean today something someone's there's an imminent danger. It just means if you don't have a system of recording who gets their medications, or the army doesn't know who's going where, something bad will happen exactly. sometime. Exactly. Okay. And that's enough to Mikhail Shabbos. Okay. And then he says, the Megabe, neither the done, is Dharma Dumbuck's. It's like it's, it's a little bit like all this. Hello Imbia Dano to answer the Yakovaran. Shaila, like Paul, he specifically called Maramas Sakana, Lithgoam Teramakabus. Even the Israeli army have increased terror alerts. They don't know statistically. <laughs> you know, they heard chatter on, online. Or they, they, have, they, have, they have a spy. So, hey, what's the statistics? I mean, maybe you have some actuary in some place you can figure, but most times there's no statistical analysis you're going to have over here. Uber, in most cases, and especially this case of the Shoal in the Five Towns, I'm assuming that's the Shoal he's talking about. Where it's just near an area where there's never been an attack, there just happens to be a lot of Muslims around, and there's a, a, a shoal on the border. Wait, statistics? They've never been attacked, probably never been threatened. And you're worried, so you know it's makom rachok. Achmida kisa barsha Unfortunately, right, this, this is about a few months ago. For sure, there'll be other tests, and for sure, there are going to be people trying to kill Jews in the shoal again. That's what the Chassasha wrote for a few months ago. Barr, Shaya Oynes says, go, there'll be other people who try, attempt to kill Jews in the Shul. The Chosh Nisraba and the more protection you have, on a rational level, will we'll, we'll, we'll lower the chance of, of, of real danger. Says the Chassasha, V'ilu medaber b'melacha deraisa for dilma, deraisa haisima has hasis, it'll be very, very circumspect in this kind of case, where you, there's no real threat. Now, if you're the Israeli army, and you're on the border of Gaza, you do Melechah Deraisa. Because there, there is not a Sakana Rechoika, that's a Sakana Krova. That's an eminent threat. <laughs> we know that on the border of Gaza, and on the border of Lebanon, 
there are terrorists who are, who are armed and ready to pounce if the opportunity if there's a there's a chink in the armor, they will kill. Okay, there's not a question, not a doubt about that. It's not even even if it be fifty percent chance we'd be able to do it. But here it's like it's not so, to do deraisas to do biblical malacha. It's he wouldn't he wouldn't allow that. But I don't think anyone allows that in this kind of case. It's not like in nature, like we know this lady will die. Right? Because it's not in the body. It's like it's some possible place, some time. Again, if you'd be in a dangerous situation, then it's a different circumstance. It's a different context. If you're on the border of Gaza, I'd even say, quite frankly, um, if you'd be in certain places in, in, in the Yehudah Shamron. They, forget, forget the army. You know, there's Moshe Rabbeinu somewhere. They, they may have someone else to do something. I mean, I, you know, again, they, they're lucky. They have army patrolling with cars. But if they didn't have someone going around there, who knows what would happen to these places? Most of private citizens, my son is yeah, even still. I'm not going to carry guns. Malachah de Raisa. That's not Malachah de Raisa. Carrying gun is uh, muksa. I will just say, by the way, can, he doesn't discuss it. I will tell you that many of the things I did see about if there's no Arab makes this carrying gun much more problematic. Because in the era, let's say you're in New York City, it's a shot of carrying the Raisa. Getting the muksa shayla. What we're talking about carrying a gun is only muksa. That's why that's where we're headed, by the way. Malaka the Raisa? You're just driving a car around. You're, you have some kind of protection there. You're writing down notes, what you see. You know, like you're doing something, you know, which is the Raisa. You're, you're, you know, whatever it may be, doing some form of electricity with the Raisa. You know, you're connecting a car, whatever it may be. We're not, no, we're not dealing with that. He says he's not dealing with that in this kind of case. There's no way that in general, unless you have an eminent threat, or, or, or eminent means a real threat, like a real threat. Um, what, if, Rabbi, what if you put yourself there? Like I, the Rav's talking, and I'm recalling the Moshe, the, the Motzavim that we went to, like Alon Moray, for example, right outside Shechem, on the hill on Hargrizim, or Haraval. Um, Big difference in Halacha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but basically, they have patrols. They go around in their jeeps because the army is only there like once an hour, and they want to be there more, whatever right. it is. Those people decided to live there. So I'm they not going to go. Uh, so very briefly, very briefly, I, there's, I, I'm not doing this right now to go into that whole shabbat. I'm going to tell you that the, the, the cliff and the cliff and answer is as follows: If you put your life in danger, it's Asr gamar. The, the argument is is that not on that particular place is that you need Jews to live in these places because it actually helps the safety of Israel. Having Jews in the, the Gush Etzion block, is in, it, it covers Jerusalem, right? It, 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 it's a protection. If it's for nationalistic purposes, I'm not a fan. I don't well, know. We can draw a line, though. So that's, it has Gush. Maybe I'm a part of Avatar. Whatever, whatever it is, I, let's put it this way. If you're a random, if you're a random, if you're a random uh, in at the end of somewhere in, Gush, in, in Khan Yosef in Gaza, where there was no imagine, I'm not saying there was or wasn't. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested in really discussing what security. Cause I don't have the background for this or not. But if it's no security, it's just that you believe that you should be there. Not be for security. It's not expanding it. Low pashat. I'm not saying talk about places. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying in halacha. Uh, you know, you can argue that without Hebron, there's no safety for other parts. Just to say you're going to endanger your life because it's it's sentimental. I don't know if I would say it's that's okay halachically. If you make an argument that we need it for our safety, that's a halachic argument. If you're if it's a first step, it's, I mean, you have to. If you're coming from a halacha, it has to be that way. I mean, who says you're allowed to put your life in nature? The army, you know, you know, Shach said, to do an offensive war where it's not necessary, you need a Sanhedrin. Pasha needed a Sanhedrin. The Melech, to go to war, needed a Sanhedrin. The Paskin. You didn't wear the Tumim to put your life in danger. If you have Hamas, there's no Shach, you can go, you can self-defense, it's fine. And offensive self, there's offensive self-defense. The Six-Day War was purely offensive self-defense. That's for sure okay. No one's... Lace on the Pollock about that. But putting yourself in a situation where you endanger yourself, always you have to have a hetter. I mean, it's not like you just endanger yourself. I, I, you know? you know. Let's say you want to live in Shrem. Shrem's very important. You want to live in Kever Yosef. You know how dangerous Shrem is? I mean, 
You ever been to Nablus? They call it Nablus today. It's Pashas, Sakhanas, Pashas. To make an argument, like you'll be the only Jews to live there. <laughs> it is Gaza. You, what? It's Gaza and the West Bank. You know, there, there's a few years ago, some Brestovers tried it, went to there in the middle of the night. They, had, they had got attacked. They had the major army people go there to save them by the Kavriol. So it was like Pasha, they endangered the army. Forget their own lives. They, had to, they put the army in danger for this kind of craziness in the middle of the night. Who in the world told you to go to Kavri Yosef in the middle of the night? That's just when it goes wrong. Usually well, you, that used to well, happen, you know, like it, three, four times a year they would go in there and we'd protect them. And if, you have, if you have protection ahead of time, coordinated protection, it's not dangerous. But what if you just feel this well, is what this is like, we're going off We're not going too far now. I mean, this is, this is also, I can get its own share. But just very briefly, you're not allowed to do things which endanger your life unless there is a, just like an army or anyone else, if you want to make an argument that without this part of Israel, you're endangering Israel, that's an argument. We can, you can analyze each situation for it is. Stop to do things which are dangerous because you feel sentimental about Kever Yosef or Hebron. I, I would say Hebron is essential maybe for the security of Israel. You know, whatever it is. Or, or the fact is you can argue with all the army. There's lots of Sakana. <laughs> But if you're in some random hilltop, which which Lav Dafka, which you decide, some twenty three year old kid decides, oh, I think we should have this. <laughs> who says you should have this? And who says you're allowed to endanger yourself in the army to go there? That's not for now. Okay, um, we're talking about shoals in America right now, though. So he says it fast. Um, you know, he, 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 he would not. It's not like it's it's built into you. It's, who knows this will ever happen here? It may never happen. You, it, 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 it should never happen. Who says it? It's a kana. So we're talking about guns, which is a shalav muksa. Yesh lahakol. The shema inkan iser klal. The have a klish lamachtul iser. Maybe a gun is a klish lamachtul iser l'tzarech gufo. Okay, now, now I wanted to say, stop over here. Shlomo Zaman Arbach and Orcha Shabbos is the following thing. I'm actually surprised when I saw this. But it explains a little more to me how Israel. Shlomo Zaman, they quote him in Orcha Shabbos, and I thought the Shabbos Shabbos called as well, that clean ashek of Shlomo Zaman held that clean ashek is a, is a clean shemalach to the Why? He says that most, the gun, this is not for the army right now, we're talking about, like this guy asked me today, and down the block is that gun store right there, right? Or for most people here, you know, why do you have a gun? Nobody has a gun to shoot. Why do people have guns? Protection. Intimidation. Hmm. Why? Intimidation. No, that's the most. Actually, I just saw today. It's been about almost a million incidents a year stopped because someone sees someone has a gun, they don't throw up. So that's the that's statistical analysis they have. It's like half a million to a million cases. The guy sees a gun, is not going to start up with them. Which means you have an armed guard outside. The main reason you have an armed guard outside right now is that it scares away people. That's what Shomal Zaman holds. That the, the, the biggest thing of a gun out there is it actually... I'm not talking about an army, by the way. In a, in a, in a, the average guy walking with a gun, the average NRA member will claim to you they have no idea to, to shoot. Is that, is that for John? You disagree with that? No, it's a turn. It's a turn. It's, it's purely but intimidation. it's not a reality in America. I don't, no, it's not, I'm sorry. It's not a reality. You're not allowed to carry a gun. Your gun's supposed to be home. How are you intimidating anyone? Most people who buy guns put them in so the house. That's, that so that's why anymore. I said in Israel, Rishol Zaman. I, oh. I agree with that. You know, if you have, but if you're carrying a gun, and people will say that they're yeah. intimidated. By the way, I said this, I said this the other day. You ever see the battery tunnel? I'm at the meeting the police. There's the battery tunnel in New York. They have police out there, like army people out there. Like, what in the world are they going to do if anyone wants to blow up the battery tunnel in New York? You ever see the battery tunnel in New York? All the army yeah, sitting out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. What are they doing? They don't even stop the cars. They just sit out there like like goylems. It's intimidation. That's what it is. Why, you, why did not Muktim Chisron kill? Oh, we're going to get there. Stop. Stop. We're going to get there. But, uh, so Shlomo Zaman Arbach. Shlomo Zaman Arbach says, it's, the main thing is, um, it's, let's rise Oivim, to scare away people. If you have a guy with a gun there, it scares them away. And therefore, it's a cliche that we have to, the answer is that you can, Shlomo Zaman holds, in that kind of case, it's okay. Now, what Shiran would point it out um, is if no one knows you have a gun, then it's not intimidation for anybody. If it's a hidden gun, then it doesn't go anymore. You, you can't say that. Right? If nobody knows you have a gun, it's not intimidating, is it? If you have an armed guard outside with a loaded weapon and a, and a vulnerable, that's intimidation. So that kind of 
gun will be okay. He says, if it's a gun that you keep it in a safe, that's Mokmas Machasar and Kis. That's the most Machmer type of Moksa. Because, first of all, remember we learned Moksa Machas Chasar and Kis? Marisha's not here today. It has to be a set place. Set place for specific purpose. For purpose. It's expensive. So he says, if that's the case, Sarah Shalom Zalman, if it's a gun for, like, um, for for intimidation, which people say, it's Mamish Mutter. He would for sure allow a Jewish, Shlomo Zalman Arbach, would for sure allow a guy to walk outside with a gun, which, which is seen like a security guard. Because that gun is not a Makhmutzah Chasrikis. It has a purpose. It has a Shabbos purpose of intimidation. That's not a Mokhsa. That's how he would say it. But he says, he comes on, because it's expensive. It says, but dying, you could say, but like, I saw other things, the, 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 the closet of others come like that, like that. Certainly, uh, the, the other places come that way, but Shlomo Zalman was the biggest place to that way, and, and that he brings down. Maybe you could say it's for intimidation, for for to create a deterrent. Not just to shoot somebody if they come schalila. Uh, it, it says protection and maybe even psychological protection for people to calm their nerves. So that's also okay. If I have a gun, which I walk around, people feel calm. They're calm. That has a purpose. That gun. That gun's. That gun's like an, an elixir. It's, it's like better than any uh, any tranquilizer. You know, got my gun. Baruch Hashem. You know, I'm sure. By the way, I one time at night, I got stuck in the Arabic juice in the Arab quarter. It's a long story how this happens. In the middle of the night, I was coming to the coast, and I ended up going through the Sharshchan, Pasha in the middle of the night. Trust me, I was looking around. Another time, I got off a bus to the Kevlar Orchim. It was a Friday in Ramadan, I was go- and I got off the early bus. I got off the bus, a soldier got off, and I got off after him. He got a shot to Harzaisim. And, um, in, I know, this guy got off, I wasn't paying attention, I followed him. It was two stops early. All of a sudden, it was Friday morning. It was the Orakhans outside. Ten, <laughs> tens of thousands of Arabs. I, it was Ramadan. It wasn't Stama Friday. It was Ramadan. For, I was like, oh my goodness. And I'm on the way to. Sh-. I was like, shave me. You know, where's my gun? You know, like, fortunately, I knew that the, that area is under surveillance. Things are clearing up. But I'm like walking. I'm like, with my, with my, with my, I was just married with my, with my wife. It's posh and scary. So you have a gun. Fearing that situation, people are calm, they're relaxed, you know? So maybe that's the reason. You hear the star? Good star, no? See, the, the gun's a star. Um, but he says, Lamaisa, at the end of the day, uh, he says, you know, buddy, he knows that the Gadol will say that way. But he says, if you ask me, it's, he holds that you, you put the gun in a specific place, it's very expensive, you don't play around with it, and therefore it's Machmas Chasukis. He says, no, no, let's. The Dindarabonim, the Dindarabonim, um, the Prophet Basic Knesset, Shlachem, it's on the, their shawl. He holds that you can be make all. Because it's, it's a Dindarabonim. Then he says not to, to cause a Zulusa, the Shabbos. Um, and certainly not to use the phone, which I'm going to get to in a minute, which is a little bit different, he asks me. He says you have to be careful of the people who are doing the security of the biggest Tamidah Chachamim. You know, my father in law, was one of the heads, the biggest heads of Hatzalah. In fact, my father was the one who made the deal with Magan Dabin Edom. If they go to war in Israel, the Hatzal takes them over in Israel. I mean, he's, he's cartooning, and he passed away. They closed down the belt, and they had hundreds of cars. He walked every Shabbos in Brooklyn, nowhere according to most, with the walkie-talkie, he'd pick up the phone. But you know what? My father-in-law, there wasn't a Shabbos, and he'd go save people's lives. He got in a car and saved... <laughs> it wasn't like a one in ten thousand chance. Every Shabbos, he had Hatzalah calls. Is this because of the Gemara that said that if you have to be Mechar Shabbos, it has to be where they're uh, going? So, 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 so even Hatzalah, Rabbi Yaakov comes and he said, they should learn Hatzalah Shabbos. You can't just do, you know, you get used to doing that. He comes a free-for-all after a while. You know, that's Hatzalah. He walked down, like, literally, my wife told me, it was in our in youth, every Seder, in our, for youth, my, my father left the Seder, had to help bring people to the hospital. They're doing it every Shabbos. That's not, God forbid, if a terrorist comes one day. They, he walked around and opened, you pick up the phone. He had real, he used to probably save thousands, not hundreds of lives. I mean, not over 30 years. He didn't like, push it. Who knows? I mean, like, that's crazy. Like, that's a very, 
Here, he says, you're going to end up, the chances of ever happening, God forbid, is very, very, very slight. He said, you're free for all. He's talking about this show, which is another thing. Then he brings down at the end, it's a chazan ish, who held that for a kid who doesn't drink milk, you can be very makeup for a two-year-old or younger, two, maybe three-year-old and younger, because uh, that little kid who needs milk in those days, this is before formula, before formula, the, you can even have a guy cook for Man Shabbos, they're a little kid, they don't have, have milk, and he quotes a chazanesh, he says, Misha meko maznichnoso, mishmotech ba'ashem, also, also a good thing. If you have faith in God, also a good thing. So, Mamaisa, bottom line over here, and then I just get to one more, one more question, which is another question, is that the Minchas Asher says, even in a, uh, even in a, um, a case situation of uh, security, which is not eminent, you're not on the border of Gaza, if you're not in Beit El, which is really near Ramallah, uh, you, you're, you're in a random shul somewhere, and even if you think you're near a community, there's no reason to assume you're going to get attacked. It's just your own con- concerns, and there, there's some validity to it. He's makele to carry a gun. Um, he's makele to carry a gun if there's, if, there's, if there's a considered even a slight threat. Does not say that slight threat. The case he says is the case of that community, but he seems to expand it to even larger. If you're like a Shlomo Arbach and you're doing it for intimidation, what's well, clear to me, according to Shlomo Zaman Arbach, you could have an, a, a religious guy outside with a bulletproof vest and a gun. And the way the Minchas Asher says it, is if um, you're you're of a concern, you can have other people have uh, uh, not secu- uh, a concealed weapon, which is no intimidation uh, for a gun, even though he holds muksamach mas chesar and kiss. Why does he? Why does he do that? Because of suffix by a derabanan that if you, if no shul has guns, same thing as a hospital, someone's going to get killed. Or there will be a terrorist attack somewhere. So for that. Slight chance you're able to do it. That's the way he comes out. He says, if those who don't want to a betachem, he name a tovah But if you're concerned and there's a legitimate threat, you're allowed to, even though it's machas chasim kiss. Now, only you can only move it when there's, you know, when there's a real need. Afterwards, if there's no, you can't. Well, it doesn't rest the Shabbos. And there's no sakana. You're not allowed to do it. Right? You can't walk around to your house even. <laughs> you can't take it home. You can't carry it around with you because that's not pikoch nefesh. Right, you have to do it when there's a legitimate threat. You know, it's, it's it's not in front of you. It's not it's not for sure. But if no show has a gun, someone's gonna get. There will be a show that'll be attacked. God forbid. God forbid. That's we should say there will be a show that'll be attempted to attack. God forbid this should ever be successful again. Clear? Yeah. Clear. You can walk with it to show, but you can't walk back from show with it. Yeah, I mean, fairly American law. In theory, if you needed to take the shawl, you'd be able to take it the shawl because that's fierce. But you would not be able to. to now, by the way, what, 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 what this chuva discusses, and I wouldn't do this today, is, is the army guys, when they need to carry a gun, are they allowed to carry a, 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 a gun or not? I want to just do one more shayla. It's going to be very, very brief. There's a second shayla, which is not the same shayla, but it's also a shayla. And it's really a Gemara in two places. The Gemara says in Barakas and Dalabibes. That a person who, the person that's fila elongates life, and swords and weapons shorten life. Says the Gemara, you can't have a, a weapon on you when you die. Actually, more than that, the Gemara in Sanhedrin says the following thing. It's the Pebeis Medalaf. The Yakom the Pinchas came from Etoicha Eida. The Yikach Roimach Beyado. He took the spear and he killed who? Cosby and Zimri. Cosby and Zimri. Mikan says the Gemara shenechlas and klizan. You can't bring a weapon into a, in the base of Medrash. Because he took the weapon after he left Moshe's base medrash, he didn't bring a weapon into the base medrash. Says the, the Shulchan Aruch. You heard the Shulchan Aruch, you know, Yudah. Show me here. Who's the Shulchan Aruch? Where do you live? Egypt. Egypt. Yeah. Yeah, no. He's, uh, right, good. Before the Salonika, I asked him, you know, what's your Ashkenazi pride? Shulchan Aruch. You know, remember Kivayger? You know where he lived? It's okay. Um, Shulchan Aruch says in Tzimim Kufnun Hey, law is the base of Knesses. Beish Arum, he quoted this as an Orchas Chaim of Army Lunel, the shame of the Maram Rudenberg. Beish Aisrim, there are those who ask her to carry Sak and Arach. Where is the, to bring a long sword into the Shul? Where does he come from? The Fisha Basic Knesset, whom you call And like the Gemara Brachat says, it's Marechas Yam Mishal Adam. And a gun, a knife, is Makatri Me Adam. 
there's a second shala about specifically having a, a, a gun. El Yerabbas says an interesting thing. It's only second Magula. So though there, you know, there are those who are matter uh, guns, so you can't have a non-concealed weapon in a shul. Because a non-concealed weapon... There's a second shot. There's a, you, don't, don't tell me it's pikuach nefesh. Once it's in a shul, it's not pikuach nefesh. It has to be concealed, not because of Hilcha Shabbos, but I, I happen to think I wouldn't want people walking around in a shul with a gun because of Hilcha Shabbos. That kids you the wrong lesson necessarily. That's a, you know, it is muksa for sure muksa, but for a second reason, you're not allowed to have a gun in a show. The only rabbi is a minority opinion, by the way, and he's making. When you daven in general. Oh, so the nice of the tzitzit says anytime you daven, anytime you daven. Um, uh, he says anytime you daven. He says um, um, a, a, meaning. Anyone, it's Marika Salmashon, but the Chavadas says it's only the Shol. You know the Chavadas is? No, it's the Tzitzeliezer. You know the Chavadas is? What the Tzitzeliezer is? I think he's starting. He's not starting. Well, the Chavadas says it could. Actually, the same at Stako Mishpat actually says it's better to daven without a minion than to go to a Shol with a weapon. Wow. Huh. Okay, it's better to go with a weapon. Lamaisa, the Torah Tanima, Baruch Epstein, the son of the Torah Tanima says on the Shulchan Aruch, says, Yesh the Kasim the Kanas, it doesn't listen to the Shulchan Machaber, Besak and Aruch, Oberosh Megula, or Berosh Megula. So he said it's actually uh, the Rosh Megula doesn't mean an uncovered head, because that says it earlier in Shulchan Aruch, you can't have yeah, it on the He says it's the gun is Megula. So the Torah Tanima wants to say that the whole Machaber himself is Mekel if the gun is concealed. If you have a concealed weapon, then you can go ahead and carry it uh, into the Shasta the Orcha Shokan says it. Um, I still don't understand why that is the difference between concealed versus non-concealed. Because the, the way they the way they're understanding it is it's it's not it's not connected to your prayer. It's not you, it's like you wearing underwear. I'm saying it's not. If you wear underwear outside, it's not covered a prayer. You know, it's not it's like, like you were, you were, you dress up for prayer. It's, it, it, it happens to be the Iker Halakha is any, any weapon. You cannot have a weapon on you, period. But there is a leniency if it's concealed because at least you're not showing, it's not a, an overt contradiction to prayer. Prayer elongates lives, weapons shorten lives. Mm-hmm. It's Gemara in two places, by the way. So and again, it's in, 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 not even for prayer. The, the, way, the way the Gemara says it by, by, Bil, by, 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 by Pinchas, is that in the show you can't have it? In the show you can't have it. Um, actually, it's the other says maybe you take out the bullets. The one that says help. Because then it can't work. It's in the gun. It's not a sword. It's not a sword. If there's no bullets in the gun, it's nothing. Take there's nothing going. That's definitely what's going. It's got nothing at all. Yeah, that's this. Not, this halacha doesn't do with Shabbos. I'm it's an additional factor when you're analyzing a show question. It. This is a because let me ask you a question. If you're in Israeli army, you can have to carry a gun. You don't have to carry a bullet. Is that fair to say? Oh, you have to carry a bullet. You have to carry a machzik. Okay, so let's imagine. Let's imagine. But the point. Let's imagine that be the case. So then it'll be okay. I'm just saying in the pure halacha analysis. By the way, the Tzitzliezer says that for a person, see this shaila for us. For if you're going to analyze for the shul. If you feel that there's a threat for the shul, you can have a concealed weapon. You rely on El Yaraba and the Torah Tanim on these opinions that you can have a concealed. There's no reason to have a, a, an unconcealed weapon in the shul. But as Lezer says, the reason you can have it in a shul, but whoever is dominating with it is going to have to realize that they're, they're, it's, it's, it's against it. So they're like, anyone, they're doing what's, what's, what's for Pekuach Nafesh. Did you send this but, to the sheriff? Not yet. Not yet. <coughs> It's just fresh off the press. Uh, so as I said, but if it, but if uh, if you can take off uh, by leaving your gun somewhere, you're actually going to endanger people. Your, your 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 thing. Then you can go ahead and wear it. Or there, or you need to do first soldier. He's making. There are there are all those makeup for soldiers as well. But the point is when you're analyzing. analyzing so this is the com- not to, I'm not possible for the show publicly. But when you're dealing with the Shiloh, must realize that it's not bringing a gun into the show. Forgetting Hilkha Shabbos is also a Shiloh. Mm-hmm. Because you're not supposed to have weapons in a shul. A shul is a really Of course, there's a sakana. You can do anything in a shul. What's that say? But to, so you never be able to, to, to randomly keep a gun in a shul. 
right? You can't just keep a gun in the show at all times. Just forget the danger to kids. Forget anything else. And you do not dominate with a gun for no reason. Because also, that's a steer to dominating. Okay? That, that is another prong of analysis that has to be taken. If the, so, but I would argue that if the reason you're going to have it and having the gun is like, if, ready, if you could already go ahead and Mechal Shabbos to carry muksa concealed, so then you can say, but still also, it's the same concern. You're, you know, but I would make sure it's concealed as far as halacha is concerned. Because having an open gun is mamish against Shulchan Aruch. Wow. Are you seen in Israel? So when you see an Israel, you have to assume either they don't know the halacha, <laughs> Or they can't put their gun anywhere, and therefore it's Sakana to leave the gun somewhere. Or they're a soldier, and they're, they're a specific oh, term. Oh, you can't conceal an M16. That's reality. <laughs> I'm not talking about those. That's something else. Yeah. That, that, even, that. even the in Israel... Are you not, sure, by the way, in, in B'nai Brak, I've never seen that. You're not also allowed to conceal weapon in Israel as well. You have to go with it on here. So you can you Why? go over because it's against the law. It's Chok Medina also. Uh, you can't just carry if you're you're you're, you're talking about I mean you you're not allowed to do that. You can't just do whatever you want. You can just decide I mean, I see everyone everyone carries a gun carries a pistol what? ceiling. In the Shtachin they do whatever they want because nobody whispered them. But if you're in the army, if you're a police officer anything which is eighty percent of the people it's not allowed. You're going over the chok of the Medina. Right. So but the point is over here as far as the Shaila there's two two analysis. One is the Hilkha Shabbos so it, today, certainly there are leniencies uh, for a person outdoors to keep it, outdoor security. Another interesting analysis is is it's going at the true sedition. It's not a free for all. You can't have fifty people with guns. It's not like that. You're not in that kind of situation where you need to be everyone armed and ready, right? So anything has to be becheshven, because if it, you know, forgetting the fact that it, that that it will actually, in theory, can endanger people. But it's not a free fall for Shabbos. It has to be calculated that for a sakhana rachayka that it's going to be you're going to be pushing it off because even by the fire, if you're doing anything and everything, you're wrong. So for sure, having a guard outside is the, the that in the Shlomozam and Arbach is make up for that. Having a, a, a concealed weapon, forgetting the prayer right now, so that Nishpashit Minchas Usher says that. Because of the protocols of just like a hospital, if everybody, if not, someone's going to die sometime, somewhere, if this is not taken care of. So, so too here, you're allowed to ha- say it because we need these protocols, lest we be there. It's, you're allowed to do muksa. Even muksa machmas chaser All I do is bring out a second discussion is in Hilchas Tfilah, Hilchas Beis Akhnesis, even, to randomly take a gun into a shoal. You see from Pinchas, you can't see. And to randomly to carry a gun in tefillah, just realize it's against halacha. Pikoch nafesh is daicha, but certainly if it's concealed, at least if sa'isha mi'asnach. Okay, we'll hold that. Interesting? Beautiful.